0: We've got another big rumor for you on Locked On Cubs. Plus, the Cubs make
1: a signing, and it's Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for? Go Cubby. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Best way to support the show is by listening or watching every day on your preferred audio platform or YouTube. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's Wednesday episode is presented by FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. This is the final episode of the week before we return early next week here on the show through the Thanksgiving holiday. At the end of Tuesday's episode, we did tease about Uh, The lead for today being why should Shohei Ohtani pick the Cubs over the Dodgers? And we're going to hold off on that until early next week, either Monday or Tuesday. Uh, The reason why is because there's news. There is news in Cubs land, just like we said at the end of Tuesday's show. And Sam, that is about Bo Bichette. Happy Thanksgiving and excited to talk Cubs one more time before the break.
1: Yeah, I love, like, you know, you are locked on, Cubs, if we can get back to that. Um, sure. but, you know, just something I just wanted to – and, and to everybody out there wondering, this is a zero, so don't worry about my sugar intake with the Gatorade. Um, yeah, listen, I'm very, I'd am very. i like you to kick off the Bo Bouchette stuff because I think okay. you got a little bit more than me, and then I'll give you what I think, and then that's usually how we do it on this show.
0: All right, let me put this up on the screen because we are reporting this – As a show, the Cubs have talked to the Blue Jays this offseason about Bo Bichette, who would play third base on the north side. Uh, This was hinted at earlier this week, as I attribute a couple earlier reports, including John Morosi, who did mention the Cubs' interest in Bichette last December. Uh, This was following the Swanson signing. And uh, Bichette is signed through 2025 and would cost a big return. So there's a lot to get to here. Uh, The Cubs have an opening at third base. They don't need a shortstop. That's where Bichette plays right now. But he's an elite player. He's plus offensively, uh, plus runner, plus defensively. Of course, the acquisition cost would be high, but it would be a huge acquisition for the Cubs, who seem to be swirling in all the water so far.
1: Yeah, I think this is is a really tricky one for me to break down because from a Cubs perspective, it makes all the sense in the world. Uh, For for those people that aren't familiar with Bo Bichette's game, this is a star player on the offensive side of the ball. He hits 300 every season. He's among the league leaders in hits every season. He's a pure hitter. What I mean by that, OPS isn't a huge thing with him. On-base percentages, it's batting average. He gets hits. He's one of those guys, think the the best way I could – describe Bo Bichette in a Cubs lens is think what we all want Nico Horner to become. A, a three hundred type hitter with enough power where it's acceptable, 20 to 25 home runs, very clutch, can hit any type of pitching, just a, a stud offensive player. Signed through 2025 on a very manageable, arbitration-avoidable contract that they agreed to, I believe, last offseason. Mm. Um, haven't really seen him play much third base, but his bat is so great and he plays short, you got to think that it would would go over there. From a Cubs perspective, it, it it's another option to go for if they strike out. I don't know Tani or a Soto just for for people's perspective i would have this way ahead of pete alonzo uh th- this acquisition will wow. make the cubs much better than pete alonzo would my issue with this is i don't understand why the blue jays would do it so i, I do have i have to admit that i i've heard some buzzes you have i in fr- from our sources as well it's it's very real that the cubs have interest it's just i i don't understand from a Blue Jays perspective, you're in a window yourself. You have a player in your prime signing for two more years at a massive bargain. Why are you trading him in the middle of a time where you're trying to win a world championship? So it gets to the return, right? You would have to part ways with somebody you absolutely love. PCA at least. Cade Horton probably. Maybe it's somebody even on the roster that you really like. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you know, you know, I, I know Hap and Suzuki, like maybe Nico Horner's part of that deal. I have no idea. Um Yeah, it would be a massive cost. Yeah, it would be it would be a, a bigger cost, probably even than Soto, because of the extra year of control and how little he's owed. I mean, you're getting a a perennial all-star type talent for you know, hand-to-mouth money, basically, in, right. in, in in big league terms, and you'd be filling a huge need. And I'll, I'll go as far as to say this with with Bichette. Now, listen, we're not the type of show. We're not just coming out here and spitting off stuff to spit off stuff. This is real stuff. So I give yeah. my takes on it. Um, if they just resign Bellinger and traded for Bichette, the offensive offseason would be complete. That's be huge. The, and I know he's not a power bat, but you, you add an you add Bichette, Swan to, to Swanson. Horner, Hap, Suzuki, Bellinger, you know, like Bichette. He's a, a, you could hit him first, second, third, or fourth. Yeah. He's a, he's a stud hitter. I mean, he's a stud hitter.
0: Right. No, I, I like, I like what you're dishing out. I think in terms of the treasure hunt part of it, on the blue Jay side, I do find the Morosi report from 11 months ago, uh, very unique that, that, the murmurs officially go back that far for whatever reason. And the plausibility on the side of the blue Jays is confusing, but they haven't contended at the level they have wanted to. And the likelihood of keeping him after 2025 is, is low because he is a stud player, like you say. So his market is going to be massive. Um, when you project him in, in the Cubs lineup as it currently is structured, it it gets better. When you project him in the lineup with Bellinger or Otani, it becomes really exciting. Long. And so I want to echo and expand on that part of it because um, you know, this is the trade side. This would be a trade in addition to <laughs> oh, well. a signing, right? If they um, add o- if they add Otani and Boshet. I you know, I may I may have to take a sabbatical it. Well, I sketched out a lineup
1: with those two guys last night.
0: I don't well, have the graphic ready. Well, but. you're
1: talking so so from an offensive standpoint, now you're talking about <laughs> a, a team. Sabbatical. Well, no, no, now you're talking about a team that's the, the best offense in the major leagues. So so no. Bachet
0: no Toddy would be the best offense in the league. Yes. Wow.
1: Yes. No, so the the
0: sport, not just the National League. The world. Wow. Look, now that's exciting here on a holiday week. You guys know I keep it real. But the Cubs have the system and the money to do it. They do. And I I know that. Oh, well, why would you trade PCA? Listen, it's gonna take PCA, it's gonna take Morel, might take a major league or even more established, plus three or four high level guys, but that is the price to pay. But but projecting him with the Cubs, it's so easy to see that. So for you to say that they would get to that type of level, I think I can appreciate that excitement. And just the fact that it is something that's happening as, as we're reporting here, uh, I do like that. We had a lot of conversations last December, Sam. Remember there was the seven to 10 day window where it was like, what are the Cubs doing? And I think we've we have learned from that. You know, especially given, let's say, the council news. We don't have to get updated on everything. We don't have to – no. the timeline
1: doesn't have to be as clear all the time. I think last off season, the only thing we really had and felt good about is that I think about 10 days before it happened, I reported that Swanson was going to be probably coming here. If you remember that. Yeah, Maybe but was there was just such in. a
0: big delay.
1: Right, right. But everything right. else came out of nowhere. So, right, right you know. It was, um, and Bellinger, we had a little bit of an inkling on that, but, um, yeah, no, it's, I have no idea what's going to happen, but I just, you know, I think when you and I both hear the same thing, that's kind of when it's time to probably talk about it. Um, this is, this is,
0: and Theo and Jed started the holiday deals with Schilling this years ago with the Red Sox. So these guys, they could do something on Thursday.
1: They could this, and if they do, I'm leaving wherever i am well because because the dream the dream has always been Emergency otani show. the the dream has always been from an offensive standpoint i would like to talk pitching just for a second before we get into oh well maybe i'll save that for when we get into our guy that we sign okay but the dream has always been otani and then somebody else obviously otani being the dream and you can't you can't afford otani and soto so that's not possible right. right and they and they're basically the same type of position outfield dh if right. you're a if you were able To get Otani and then fill third with this budding superstar, man. Let me read you the numbers. Yeah, please. Rookie year, limited time, 311. (laughs) Limited time in 2020, 301. Full campaign in 2021, 298, lead the league in hits, 29 homers, 102 ribbing. 29 (sighs) homers. I didn't even realize he hit that many. Wow. Then a full season in 2022, led the league in hits 290, 24 home runs. Last season, 135 games. So, same as Otani, missed, missed a portion, hit 306 with 20 home runs. He's a 299 career hitter, has never hit below 290 in his five major league seasons.
0: <laughs> That's pretty
1: good. The exact type of guy you're looking for hits good pitching.
0: It's incredibly exciting and, uh, you know, to my point from a minute or two ago, I don't know how point. much I put it in like, oh, well, I'm glad Jed's making the effort. But no. I know last off season we did have a hard stance on that, even in that yeah. seven to ten, ten day buffer was like, OK, we could talk about it. We could appreciate the effort, but you got to get it done. Right. Are you still of that position? Of Not course. necessarily on Bichette, just but in general. Yeah,
1: he has to do something this offseason that makes our team completely better. I'm just sorry. I'm just looking at a, a couple more stats from Bichette. Um In his career, in his career with runners in scoring position, he's hitting 312.
0: <laughs> that's good.
1: So, yeah, that's a lead. So if they added him and Otani, they're going to be a 100-win team.
0: <laughs> that's good.
1: No, uh, I'm
0: not You should joking. tweet that tonight. I mean, it's not really going out of the limb, but I think that would get the people going. Yeah,
1: of course. I'm in the same stance. Get it done, man. You don't get okay. points. I, I mean, I, All right. All right, I, I I, probably could work really hard tonight and call everybody I know and find a way to get a hold of Bo Bichette and ask him to come here. What does that do? He's got to come. Right.
0: Right. Absolutely. The Cubs did make one signing already reportedly, and it was out of Japan. We get to that next. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers will get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and... More. This Thursday, Sam, I have my eyes locked in on Lions-Packers, 11.35 a.m. Central kickoff. Uh, the Lions are heavy favorites in that one. And uh, the Cowboys, heavy favorites for the middle game as well for the Commanders. Uh, so some some football, some turkey on Thanksgiving. Keep keep an eye on that. FanDuel.com slash FanDuel official partner of the Lockdown Podcast Network. The Cubs are reportedly signing left-handed relief pitcher Edwin Escobar. Escobar last pitched in the big leagues in 2016, but has pitched and pitched well in Japan for the past seven seasons. In 2023, he posted a 3.33 ERA with 46 strikeouts in 51 innings, has a low arm slot, has an odd delivery, and he was teammates with fellow free agent Shota Imenaga, who is a left-handed starter and someone the Cubs are connected to this offseason. Sam, thoughts on Escobar? The signing has not been confirmed, but it looks like it's trending that way.
1: Yeah, I think it's one of those things we need to, like, I, I tweeted this out as well yesterday. Like, Cubs need a lefty. He's had success. Let's let it play out. It's not, like, let's not overdo right. this. Like, there are some people who are like, absolutely hate it. What? Wait, I don't. No, no. How could you hate this? Yeah, yeah. Just they, they need a lefty it's probably he, a million or two dollars. Like they they need a lefty. He's an interesting one. I, I think this could be a council influence type of deal. This is a margin. This no, this, seriously, this is a margins acquisition. Absolutely. So, you know, they're gonna take a lefty. They need one that, that can actually perform, unlike you know, Hughes last year. That can uh, actually pitch. Yeah, and he's, he's been trending in a good direction overseas. Like you said, low arm slot, not a ton of swing and miss, but pretty weak right. contact. I like it. Guy that comes in, sixth inning, seventh inning of a tight game. You're facing Philadelphia, right? Leading off is Schwarber. Then's Trey Turner. Then's Bryce Harper. So two of those three is our lefties. You need a lefty to start that inning. He retires those guys, and he, he, you send him on his way. Um, I love you know, it. No, I mean, it's a, it's a fine there acquisition. There is momentum happening here. I don't. I don't. There's really not like I'm not like taking a deep dive on this. Was it a mistake? Did you- I mean it, it's it's <laughs> such a low? It's such a low. Risk well, people thing. must be bored. Who, and, and, whoever's doing that is bored. And how do you pronounce the name of the free agent lefty that he's teammates with? I, I. Imanaga. Yeah, and Imanaga's a real that guy. I know. I know it's a little. He's diet, a real pitcher. I know it's a little Diet Soda because of of uh, Yamamoto. But if they add a guy like that, you know, he's. You know, he's a top three rotation guy, and maybe that helps them. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, he would be a three. He'd be a you know, but a solid three. Yeah. And another lefty to a, you know, to a rotation that only has one, which is, you know, uh Mississippi Steel. Right. Absolutely. And oh. you know, happy I, with it. Fine I, with yeah,
0: it. it's a good early ad for the pen, which really only has in my mind, uh, to be a little bit aggressive on this. Three main returning bullpen pieces, and I'm not going to apologize. Lighter, Meriwether, and Alzalay.
1: I'm not sure Lighter will be back. Okay, and so then there would only be two. Um, You 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 need you need eight people in the pen. Eight. Well, yeah, I think Quas is going to be back. (laughs) I think Quas is going to be back, and I also think that. so, uh, smiley's gonna pitch out of the pen so there's ah uh, that's
0: right you're right
1: and all right then, fine yeah but i'm not i'm not trying to correct i'm just Claw, saying like, smiley a, lighter yeah airy
0: weather alza lie
1: yeah and i don't think lighter will be back i'll say that right now so they're gonna trade him yeah well, they had
0: an opportunity to non-tender him last
1: week they didn't do it oh okay yeah then maybe he will be or you know he could get sent down
0: <laughs> well, he does, well, I, just, I believe listen, he does have options left i right. was
1: i was all on the lighter train um and then he forgot how to throw a splitter and that's his only good pitch so
0: right so the ball was pretty much on a tee
1: yeah so but yeah no you're right but with the bullpen acquisitions matt these are the type of things it's not going to be sexy exciting stuff it's going to be you know no, that's hey, fine who is this guy? they'll deliver if the cubs are doing things right they'll get the best out of these gentlemen
0: well, and I, I sort of chuckled when he brought up counsel again this episode, but yeah. but I, I think you're right. When no. they sign Escobar, when they sign, uh, you know, maybe another position player, when they sign bullpen pieces, I, I do think he has influence over it that. It doesn't. Let me tell you something. Remember, he was
1: almost the Brewers GM before he was the manager. It doesn't take anybody smart to identify that Shohei Otani and Bo Bichette are good fits on the Cubs. Anybody could figure that out. It's the Edwin Escobar's of the world. It's the pitchers. It's those guys. Those are, the, those are the ones where you get paid a lot of money to say, hey, see that guy? Hey, Jed, it's Craig. You know that guy Escobar from Japan? Um, you know, wherever yeah. he's not from Japan, but he pitches in Japan. Right. I'm yeah, sure I, Japan. I, I I've been watching a lot of tape on him. He's got this this arm slot I really like, and he does some sinker. I could turn him into a a a below three reliever, and I'm going to use him the right way. Get me him. I'll talk to you. Have a nice Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really upset, by the way, because for the Otani bit today, I had something planned. I was gonna I was gonna talk to him. So so right. Early next oh, we'll week. do that Tuesday. No, I know, and I you know I really practice what i was going to say so oh nice
0: nice you're, yeah. you're actually going to have a conversation with them
1: yeah it's, it's going to be like a press conference bit but it's just going to be oh, wow. so, hey. yeah. fantastic well and we look tra- forward to that and his translator week. coming up
0: next we end off with some power rankings not baseball though thanksgiving food stay tuned locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on youtube Locked On Sports Today covers the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Search Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. To close out this Wednesday episode, and our last episode of the week, pending breaking news, of course, uh, we're going to do some Thanksgiving food power rankings. I have my top three in front of me, Sam. And uh, what are your what are your plans this week? Anything? Or?
1: Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to Anthony's parents' house with my dad. I I've never usually I do just Thanksgiving pretty much with my dad, so I don't really have like a ton of Thanksgiving traditions. Um, I'm yeah. not a I don't like what is you're doing a power ranking. What is considered Thanksgiving food? Like for sure. me, I don't really like turkey very much. Which I think it's a. Yeah, very, I think like, that's trendy right now to diss uh, turkey a bit. Well, no, I, I don't. You, you. How long have you known me? I don't care what's trendy. I've been dissing turkey since I was three. I just don't like it. Well, <laughs> it's nothing to do with what's trendy. It doesn't uh, taste good to me. No, I'm just. I'm not addressing you. I'm saying <laughs> yeah. that you
0: know turkey is is, is taking no, a big seat. I, I didn't
1: read Twitter and then come on and say I don't like turkey. I like <laughs> stuffing, fine. I like mashed potatoes, fine. What else is there? What else is considered Thanksgiving food? I, okay, I'm not. Let's quite go over sure. them. Yeah. Okay. You green tell me. Green bean See?
0: casserole.
1: Green bean casserole. Okay. That I like green beans. The the
0: like the um the the sweet potato casserole. That yeah. Has the yeah. I like that. And all that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I like that. I okay. Like that. A cranberry yeah. sauce. No. no
0: Cream no. corn. What? uh cream (laughs) corn is
1: thanksgiving (laughs) yeah what macaroni and cheese okay is that considered a thanksgiving Uh, food a little it's it's lower okay i believe
0: you mentioned stuffing already yeah yeah Uh, of course with my family we have a some italian food otherwise the mob comes out
1: well well well, easy okay and hey uh, hey, hey, let me tell you something you don't know also your your,
0: your your variety of pies
1: Right. Okay. So, and I'm also going to an Italian home. So I'm interested oh, yeah. to see what, what that tradition's like. And I've never left, um, you know, Anthony's parents' house, not uh, satisfied with the food there. Right. Um, no, the pies. Yeah. Um. Pumpkin's fine. Yeah. Um, pumpkin's out for me. I like apple. Apple's great. Is that a Thanksgiving thing? Yeah, I think so. I like, I, I identify apple pie more July 4th. Pica- oh yeah, you're right. Pecans Pecan. out for me. Yeah, I don't. I Key guess lime I just, is out. You know, I guess. Ugh, I cherry guess, is out. I like cherry pie, but I guess this is just more. I actually really like Thanksgiving, and I take time on Thanksgiving to really you know reach out and do all those things. But really, food wise, oh, I've always just kind of considered it, you know, an overrated holiday. Oh, so you consider it overrated? Food wise. Oh wow, interesting. I I don't think that way at all. I disagree. Like, like I like July Fourth, like barbecuing and burgers and hot dogs, dogs and things like that. Of course, you know, there's a variety of Jewish holidays out there, but we're not really known for our cooking, um, so those usually <laughs> aren't great. I've all I've also I've also go gone to Anthony's parents for Christmas, and they do a great spread that day. I am. That's Christmas ham. No, it's more Italian. It's like ravioli and oh, things like that. Oh, I
0: got to stop by there. <laughs>
1: yeah. So that's much more of a, you know, that's more up my alley than, you know, turkey and cream corn. You know what I mean? I don't... Well,
0: what is your stance on Gravy. <laughs> I like mashed potatoes, but I I I put well, gravy
1: on. Them. What's my stance on gravy? Well, yeah, I, think, I I put I it think, on I think, stuff. I think, I think the turkey would be helped with gravy. Well, of course. Well, if I if I, I think they only serve turkey without gravy at prisons. I, I mean, well, <laughs> of course, I I put gravy on the turkey. Well, some people don't. Oh, it's a little odd. I mean, it's already a pretty naturally dry meat. Oh, a hundred percent it is. So I, it needs gravy. I didn't know that you were a big Thanksgiving. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you, Matt. I've known you now a pretty long time. I really don't identify you with eating very much. Like, I just, right. don't, <laughs> I don't think about you with food a lot. Like, you're not. You know, Saturday night was probably the most I've ever seen you eat. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. and, and by the way, I'm still not all all the way better from that. But, oh, uh, I know. I'm still kind of tired from all that meat. So,
0: all right. Well, that was fun.
1: Yeah, that was good. Uh, and uh, we will
0: be back on Monday and uh pending breaking
1: news. We'll we'll be near our devices. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do a, a breaking Beau Bichette trade and I'll be live with some cream corn. <laughs> it'd be phenomenal. <laughs> I don't <laughs> never really don't know what that is. I can't <laughs> really even
0: explain it. I think it'd be too almost like too graphic. I like
1: I love corn on the cob. Is that Thanksgiving? Right.
0: I don't think so. I think that'd be more of like 4th of July. What is Thanksgiving food? Comment below and Thank have a you great so day. much for checking out this edition. And I'm grateful Down and Cubs. thankful for every single
1: listener we have, all the everydayers. A
0: hundred percent. We wouldn't be here without them. And uh thank you for listening to this program. You give us 20 to 30 minutes. We'll give you all things Cubs with a laugh or two along the way. Be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube as we make the push. Maybe before we talk to you next, to 7,000 subs. Smash the like button for the algorithm. Shout out to the audio peeps in your ears on Apple, Spotify, Sirius XM, and more. And shout out for, to the St. Louis Cardinals for punting on 2024 twenty-four. All right, He's Sam Olver. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Lockdown Cubs.
1: There is momentum happening here.